This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, welcome to the Talk Show live for the next 90 minutes. Sponsored by Ball Sports, principal sponsors of Devon City Football Club. And we are now into the World Cup break. Um, we didn't get the win that we, we really hoped for. You know, what was a, a packed St Andrews, as packed as it could possibly be. Um, but I still took some positives out the last 20 minutes there, to be fair. Um, did tell Sharon she was going out for a nice expensive meal in Birmingham. Um, didn't tell her that it was a book of pie at St Andrews. <laughs> I want to say that really matter. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a few weeks off now. The, uh, the team can sit back and recuperate a little bit. However, 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 the hard work still has to go on. And the work has started on the stadium. The work has started on the stadium. That is the best news I've had for a long, long time regarding uh, this ridiculous situation that we're in. However, onwards and upwards we'll go, and along we'll go with this show. Um, right, I sat in the GM upper, block three, group of people, uh, row four actually, row four, group of people decided to sit in row two, security came and moved them on. Row one and row two were blocked off. There were no tickets sold, I believe, for row one and row two. Then a group of young lads, five of them, came and sat in front of me. Security didn't move them on, and they were throwing things over the top of the GM into the Sunderland supporters below. And one of them put some liquid, I don't know what it was, it was in a plastic cup, plastic, one of those plastic see-through glasses, into his mouth, and then spat it on everyone below. You, sir, are just vile. We're in the middle of a pandemic and you don't do something like that. What a ridiculous idiot you are. I hope you're watching, I hope you're listening, I hope you turn up as well, and I hope you block yourself on the Tilt and Tour page, because you are not the kind of people that we want at Airport Walk Club. You are gutter slugs. Understand me? Understand me? I also uh, understand Linda had some problems as well with um, security having a bit of a pop of little Jack. Jack's 11 years old, Jack's got some issues. Uh, and he's a lovely little character. He's a, he, you know what? He's gonna he's gonna grow up into a smashing guy. 
Um, I don't really fully know. I've not had a chance to speak to Antony. I don't really fully know what, what went on, to be fair. Um, uh, no, no, third, Craig, have you got any idea what went <coughs> on? Um, on? So, um, as, as I've seen on, on Twitter, it's... Um, so Jack has to, to get up and move about. Um, mm. and, and, you know, moves about, causing no concern towards the toilets, going towards the food counters, etc. And on a couple of occasions, the uh, the stewards have asked him to move back or stopped him from moving, which ultimately causes more anguish and resulted in Linda having to leave the stadium after the stewards had threatened to basically evict Jack on on Friday evening, and Craig, she left half an hour early. It's disgusting. Craig, Jack comes to my house. He's welcome in my house any time he likes, and so is Linda. He's been here three, four, five times. Yeah, he's a bit hyperactive. Right, crack on, Jack. Get on with it, mate. Get on with it. You're living your life, son. You know what I mean? Mm. Living his life. Go to the football. Watch his favourite football team, and an eleven-year-old gets threatened with eviction from the football club. Come on. No way. I, I have seen Linda reached out, obviously, on, on Twitter. Um, there's an awful lot of people that have backed Linda's comments, not just with what had happened, but also personal experience. And I have seen that uh, Ian has uh, replied to Linda and asked for a personal consultation, basically, to run through what's gone on. Um. I can firmly see some education around the side of disability, et cetera, coming for those particular stewards. Um, and in fact, to be honest, to be fair, it should be across the whole of the ground. Nobody yeah, should be yeah. exempt. It's just education, Craig. It's education, yeah. Just education, right? If you see a kid that's a bit hyper, um, you know, as long as he's not being disruptive to anybody... Or he's being disrespectful to anybody. And he's not a disrespectful lad. You know, he's got lovely manners. Um, I don't know. I just... Eh, it's incredible. Where were they? Where were they, sir? In GM Lower. Uh, GM Lower, yeah. yeah. What was he? Was he sort of like moving around while the game was on, getting in people's way and that sort of... Was that the reason? Or what, what was the reason? Probably just a reason for him getting up and moving around. That, um, you know, what, what exactly happened? Do we know? Do we know why, why they... They evicted him. No, they would. It was it was more of the threat to to take him out of the ground, and the claim was safeguarding um, that they were safeguarding him and other people. Um, but how you can safeguard an eleven-year-old by saying we're going to throw you out of the ground is beyond me. That's um, was was that without his yeah, plan? Uh, he was on his own at the time, I believe. Yeah, before he went back to Linda. So you're going to put an eleven-year-old child. Out onto the streets? Man, seriously. Well, just to add as well, Nick, you've mentioned about the idiots, and that's what I'm calling them, inside the stadium. I, after the game, had a rather unsavoury experience with my youngest daughter, where leaving the ground, we had to take our time because of the trains being delayed <laughs> and getting into Birmingham. So we left the ground... Went to see Lee first and then left and started walking down. So it's pretty late on. We get outside to the club shop. Sorry, is this back to New Street? Yep, uh, uh, back to Moore Street. Moore Street, and okay. We're leaving. We're walking past the club shop. Group of 
Sunderland fans walking up. As you can imagine, they've won the game. They're all, you know, they're happy. They're celebrating, right? They're doing nothing wrong. Group of yobs, that's all I'm going to call them, come out, started maving off. Left them alone, walked away. Get halfway down by the, the uh, entrance to the car park at the cop. And a, a lady who was a Sunderland fan with her young son, and I'd say he was probably no older than six or seven, walking up the hill. And these lads did nothing more than go and face up to this woman. What is wrong with people? Maving off that, according to every name under the sun, to which she just simply replied, there's no need. I've got my young yeah. son. Leave me alone. Some of our other lads then stepped in and said, walk away. You're being pathetic. We go to the traffic lights. They jumped the fence to start attacking three lads all wearing Sunderland shirts. Now, Again, totally uncalled for. Idiotic behaviour. Same people were at the club shop. Same people, yeah. Right, okay. West Midlands Police, fair play and congratulations to them because they stepped in straight away. And I give all credit to the female officer who dragged the lad down. They pinned him down. He got took away. Good. It didn't didn't stop, Mm. though. We get to the bottom of the hill and they started again. Now... Credit goes to this one chap at the island who stepped out of his car, put it this way. I'm tall, I'm quite big, but I would not mess with this lad. And he turned around and he said, it as we all felt, they were an insult to the club. They were not fans. They were yobs and they needed to be got rid of. The, the club, I know, are trying to do everything they possibly can. But if people are listening to this and you're turning up just to go and have a row, you are not a fan. You're an idiot. And I don't want my family or any other family to be subject to the abuse and total and utter idiocy of fighting in the street because we lost a game of football. It hasn't happened over the past few weeks. We lost a game. We lost a game to a truly fantastic goal, which I know we'll go on to. Oh, yeah. But there was just no need. Stay away from the club. Don't ever come back. And put it this way, if they'd have started any closer to my daughter, I'd have been pinning them down, let alone the police. So they need to just stay away. End you know, of rant. I, I like night games, obviously, under the lights. Mm. The atmosphere is better yeah, than yeah. Like Saturday game. But the one downside to it is, obviously, you know, people are uh, start. Obviously, people will take the day off work, won't they? especially yeah. fans yeah. as well. They're travelling all the way down from Sunderland. So they're going to take a day off and they're probably going to start drinking at like 10 o'clock in the morning or whatever. But mm. our fans, obviously, I would imagine a lot of them, you know, again, will probably be in the pub straight after work at half five, five o'clock. Mm-hmm. So give them a good couple of hours, didn't it, before the game to get a few down yeah. Um, So I don't know whether or not they were under any influence of alcohol, but, you know, it kind of is oh, a little... These lads, these lads were pulled, definitely. You, you know, the way that they're reacting. It, it doesn't matter if you are, right? No. Just It's just the stupidity of it. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to credit every Sunderland fan in there uh, in, uh, who were in the GM lower man? They made some flaming noise. They made proper noise. That was a proper, proper turnout from a proper working man's club, right? And they were noisy. Well done, Sunderland fans, for your commitment and your effort uh, last Friday. Yeah, we didn't win the game. Um, um, you, you know, we'll go into the the whys and the why nots. Mm. In, in a, I think their fans are absolutely fantastic. To be yeah, fair, so actually, congratulations to our club as well for putting the prices in such a way that Sunderland could bring such a fantastic following. Yeah. Yeah. 
I hope that there are clubs across the country that reciprocate that for everybody else. So, you know, hopefully Birmingham will see a good side of that at some point in time. I've yeah. got to say, though, I've got to say as well, I mean, I sort of jumped on the train, I had to come straight from work. So I, on my train coming to Blues, there was loads of Sunderland all around me and I saw my scarf and that and they were as sound as anything. And even oh. afterwards, going back, you know, they got on the same train as me, some of them, not the same ones, but they were just like, they were right, right good laugh. We had a good chat, you know, shook hands. The way it should be, really. Yeah, but people should, do should be. People do get more vexed, though. I don't know when they've had a drink. There's oh, no yeah. Doubt yeah. No, that, there's no doubt about that. Possibly, Paul, not just drink, is it? Say again? Probably mm. not. Either, is no. it? No, no, it's not just drink. I don't think so. Mm. But um, for playing devil's advocate, I think all, all clubs all clubs attract these sort of people. Oh, yeah, every year. Yeah, it's not just blues. Every, every it's club. not just blues. Yeah, we've, there's always a tiny, and it is, it is a tiny, tiny minority, but it's that tiny, tiny minority that spoil it every time. I mean, I was annoyed at the end of the game, but I'd never, you know, go and start on anyone or anything, you know, I'd just come away with my thoughts. And I was annoyed again because broken record again, you know, we did yeah. exactly what I, wanted to, what I wanted us to do all season, you know, mm. and we absolutely destroyed them when we did it, but we did it too yeah. late. You know, yeah. I said mm. I said to the people around me at half time, you know, he needs to go four at the back now. You know, we're what we're one nil down. Um and then he basically gives it ten minutes before he does it, ten, fifteen minutes, and they get the second goal, don't they? Mm. Um too late then really, but you know, too late. We were, you we know were what? Really... It is what it is and um we had a night out of it and you know, it's it's St Andrews, isn't it, you know, and uh, hopefully they're gonna put start plastering it up and you know, patching up a few of the uh, the wounds to the stadium soon. Can I ask a question to the whole team, one by one? Paul, yeah. year you first went to Birmingham City. Say again, sorry? Yeah. Yeah, the year you first went to Birmingham City Football Club. 1989. How many times have you been in trouble? Never. Mark, yeah, you first went to Birmingham City Football Club. 1981, I was five. Never. Chris Brown. Yeah, you first went to Birmingham. <laughs> you would ask me, wouldn't you? 18. First, yeah. <laughs> it was actually uh, 69. Ever been in trouble? Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough, mate. It's fair enough. Right. Okay, I, was, I wasn't in trouble, but I was on a train once where all those around me were in trouble. Right? right. And do you remember on the old um, Away Day specials? You'll probably yeah. remember that. Loved up. They, they used to have like a big cage thing at the end of the train where they put all the undesirables in. <laughs> Brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, I got put in one of those. And I, did, I swear on my life, I did absolutely nothing. No. I had a few to drink, but I didn't do anything. Right, OK. Uh, Watto, yeah, you first went to Blues. 1959. Ever been in trouble? I, I got attacked by Manchester United supporters in 1968. I was with my dad. You caused that trouble? No, the, the, I'll tell you what happened. Uh, we It was 2-2 the game, and we George Best gave a penalty away, handball. Oh, so and we equalised. It's 2-2. We got we got hammered 6-2 in the replay. Uh, and as we walk in and out on the cock, there was no segregation, and there was Manchester United fans behind me. And they were talking, you know, the ref was this, the ref was that, blah, blah. And I I just turned around and looked, you know. I heard the comment and I instinctively just turned around and looked. He's, what are you looking at? Uh, 
<laughs> and the next, the next, the next thing, my ankles are being kicked from under me, and I, my dad was in front of me, and you don't, me, you don't mess with him, right? I said to the old man, I said, Dad, I'm in a bit of trouble here, and he turned round and he saw this kid and he took a swing at him, missed him by a foot, but of course the kid fell back, and he took about twenty out. They all piled in like dominoes. All fell down the down the spawn cup steps, and that was the end of the trouble. Um, you know, they didn't come back, and there was yeah. no. no. Uh, but that's the closest I've ever ever got. You know. Okay. Mm. Frank, I learned the lesson that day. Keep keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> keep away from these people. You know. Yeah. Just I'll keep I'll, away I'll, from them. Great Courtney. Great Courtney. First, first time you went to Blues. 1991. Been in trouble? No. Next ball. First time you went to Blues, 1973. Been in trouble? No. I've been on away days where I've had a good drink all day and, you know. Yeah, yeah. Look, Larry on, on away days. We all we all get a bit loud and Larry, don't we? But I'm not yeah. trouble. I like to take the mickey. I like all the banter. Mm. I like the fun of, 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 of being in somebody else's territory. You know, and it's it's brilliant, uh, but I, I wouldn't dream of like running onto a pitch and attacking greasy greenish. I wouldn't dream of it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dream of throwing something at somebody. Yeah, I think uh, J- Jason sums it up. And he says, uh, "I've been drunk at football and sober. I've been drunk at football and sober. It still doesn't want me make me want to fight. Yeah, no. It's just little wannabes picking easy battles. That's I suppose cool. that's true. Yeah, I suppose that's true. yeah, yeah." Pretty much. Yeah. It's, it spoils it and it spoils it. Not for the likes of me or anybody, you know, of, of kind of, you can argue, anybody that's my age range. But for the kids that are going for the first time or the kids that we're trying to attract down there for every single game, that's where it spoils it. And we've all got to think about the facts. Right, we're not all here forever. The, the future of the club is in the hands of the kids that we get down there now. Dead right, they're, they're the future. They're the ones we need to encourage. We don't need to dis- to turn them away. We don't want them to go to B6. We don't want them to support Liverpool or Manchester United. We want them to support the city they live in. Mm-hmm. The only way to do that is by making it attractive for them to be there. And the club have done so, so much with the community to get kids more involved. Mm-hmm. Those minority will end up spoiling it for, for those people. And that, that's what we need rid of. The minority, we don't want them to spoil it for the kids. We need kids to see the good side of football, not the idiocy. Mm. And people might slate me and everything else for for saying it, but it has to be said, we need rid of these types of people. I want to go to the game to watch us play, to watch us fight on the pitch with the ball, not fighting outside with your fist. Pointless. Worse. It was worse in the 80s, wasn't it? Yes, Paul, but you know what? We're not there now. We're in 2022. We're in a very different world to when we were in the 70s. And it was worse in the 70s and the 80s, believe me. Believe me, it really was. Um, We're in a different level of society. We're in a different level of of attitude, um, diversity, uh, you know, kind of living together in one big community. And um, and you get well. We're probably looking at ten people probably spoilt the game for two, maybe three thousand people. My two granddaughters were there. Huh? 
Mm. Two granddaughters were there. And, the, and I've got people here. All right, okay, it's only not no, it's not only right. I don't 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 take that comment. They were only throwing things into the Sunderland supporters. My granddaughters were on that same level. Huh? Two little children. And like you said, they're the future. On a positive side. On a positive side. Let's go back to the game itself. Yeah. Paul, you summed it up just before we come on air that if we'd have started the game the way we played that last 20, 25 minutes, Sunderland wouldn't have had a look in. No. Now, for me, they had a great... I mean, the, uh, the first goal we could have avoided, but the mm. second one, oh, brilliant. Was, I mean, I don't want to sit here criticising too much because overall, this is like a bit of a mini sort of uh, mid-season break, if you like. And mm. overall, you know, I'm pleased with where we are in the league and we've got some positive results. And, you know, I don't think any of us expected to be where we are at this point, did we? Um, <laughs> but I just think that we would be even better if he went with the back four and, and went with a four diamond in the middle and two up front. A bit like Monk used to play. Monk used to have Heifdenbald, Magoma, Gary Gardner and Hata behind Adams and Djukovic. And that was when we absolutely... Bat- I know we held on at the end, but we absolutely destroyed QPR away. We went 4-0 mm. up at half-time, you know, playing that. And we did hold mm. on in the end and come save the yeah. penalty. But, you know, that was the football that we played. And I just think with the players we've got now, we would be even better now with these players than what we was back then. Um, mm. you know, I think if you can imagine, Bielik, Hannibal, Chung... Mm. Bakuna behind Deeney and Hogan with a back two of Trusty and Sanderson. I mean, in my, I've said it before that would, that is a top ten team in my opinion. Um, if we, you know, if, if we just took the game to the opposition a bit more and and, and stop playing so deep with the three at the bottom. At one point, we had three centre halves against one Sunderland striker. There's no there's no need to do that, you know. And no. it's not just, it's not just Blues that do it. I've watched Spurs do it. I've watched England England do it all the bloody time, you know. And it's just so annoying. It really is. Um, do you think, sorry, Paul, do you think that's naivety on Eustace's part? Um, or do you think, he, you know, it's, think it's, it's over caution. Yeah, mm. he, he, likes, he mm. likes to play that way, doesn't he? And in some games, mm. we played well with it. I don't want to, you know, I just think that we would be even better if we did, you know, do do what we did more, what we did last 20 minutes. We did it against Burnley, we got back in the game, we did it at Blackburn at 2 0 down. How we lost that, I'll never know. But I just think if we did it from the first whistle, we'd be even better. We'd be higher up the league now. Yeah. It's probably it's probably testament to the way we've been playing lately that we're we're a bit depressed over losing two one to a pretty good side. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's that, sort of it felt like um, it felt like a bit like after the Lord Mayor show. After I know we only yeah. Swansea, but that felt like a win. That yeah. we were buzzing coming out of the Swansea game, and that Friday was just like a, a bit of you know after the Lord Mayor show sort of thing. I, I do yeah. think we looked we looked a bit leggy though. You, you know what? We've got a little break now. Get all the boys fit. Um, do some workouts. Do this. Do that. Do the other. Do whatever they've got to do. And then and then I love the togetherness. I love the spirit of that team. I love it. Mm. I love it. I've not seen it for donkey. No. But yeah. we got the tactics and the team wrong on Friday. John User just has to learn from it. Yeah. Mm. And when Chong came on that field of play, the whole dynamics changed immediately. Yeah. immediately. And uh, oh, Alan, just a favour, you got a really bad reflection on your glasses, mate. Can you just take them off a second? <laughs> Let's have a look at you. Speak, Alan. Hello. <laughs> oh, you Ipcus in disguise. Oh, you <laughs> Ipcus in disguise. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Sorry, I missed that. Am I who? Hepkiss. Polykiss. Is, 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 oh, is Paul your love child? <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen oh, to it, Paul. You yeah, know, yeah. Look, none of us expected this. This. Uh, uh, well, it's going to be Christmas now, isn't it, really? Um, to be where we are. We could have actually gone six in, in the table. Yeah. No, we would have stayed there as, as the results but, turned out. We, oh, if we, 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 we would have like been that. there, yeah. On goal difference, but there you oh, go. Oh, well, yes, we would, wouldn't we? Yeah, of course. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if we'd have won, our goal difference had gone up again. It's yeah. gone down now. But I'm still pleased with what I'm seeing, though, Alan. I'm, I am pleased with what I'm seeing. No, I yeah. am as well. I, am, I haven't said it for years. Mm-hmm. Overall, yeah. I am. Um, you, everyone knows I'm not a fan of this formation. I've said it on here a hundred million times. I've no need for me to say it again. And even going into the World Cup, you know, I'm looking forward to the World Cup, but I do know that as soon as I see that England team and on, on Monday, he's going to play five at the back. I'll be moaning straight away. Especially with the players we've got in that in that team, in that squad. You know what I mean? Uh, against yeah. Iran, against Iran as well. It's like it's just it's just no need at all. Um, no. But you know, no doubt he will. No doubt Southgate will do that, and he'll go with the th- back back three because he probably doesn't trust two of the centrals to play together, does he? As a two, um, and whether that's the same at the Blues, I don't know. But as soon as Harley Dean, as soon as Harley Dean got injured, as soon as Harley Dean got injured, there was no better reason really to convert to it, was there? To be honest, no. Oh, for you, Harry Maguire, should he have gone or should he not have gone? Um, I think, I think. Um, I mean, he's made one mistake for England in the last game against Germany overall, but he's picking players based on form for England, isn't he? Rather than, I mean, the cynic in me would say that Pickford probably shouldn't be in goal. In, you know, he should be probably Ramsdale, who's top of the league. However, he's been outstanding for England. Mm. But Harry Maguire, Harry and Maguire. He was, he was well, shocking Saturday, Pickford. Pickford. I watched the yeah. Everton game all over yeah. the place, like a monkey on a stick. Yeah. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what's this bloke How doing? I, where did you get that saying from? Uh, you know, I've just, yeah, I've just, I've just pitched him going up and down like on that stick thing. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. But, but yeah, you're right. He's he's done all right for England. He has, he has, and that's and, and it's hard for him to to drop him, isn't it? Because he's obviously done so well for for us in the tournaments. Um, and I'll say the same about Maguire as well. Obviously, he was in the team of the tournament last year, but we have we have been quite fortunate with the teams that we've drawn, though, haven't we? On the route to the finals that we've had. I mean. We'll never get a better chance to win the Euros than what we did last year, yeah. um, and 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 it just frustrates the life out of me. Even now, eighteen months on, thinking about that game because we went one nil up early, got one on the break, and then we just sat back, didn't we, for eighty five minutes and tried to hold on to it um, and shut up shop. Whereas if we'd have showed more ambition to get the second goal, you know, we could have been out of sight after half an hour, couldn't we? It could have been two or three now, yeah. Because they were rattled when we scored. When we Absolutely. scored, they looked yeah. pretty average, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the best team of the tournament overall, um, mm. but I just think we had such an opportunity um, to win that last last summer. And again, Croatia in the World Cup as well. You know, it was just a great opportunity that we shouldn't we shouldn't have let pass by. But you know, unfortunately, going... all those opportunities have now gone. Yeah, you move on. Honest, right? Yeah. I'm going in with an open mind, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, I haven't got a clue what time the games are going to kick. <gasps> One o'clock Monday. One o'clock Monday. Yeah. What, in the right. afternoon? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And following Friday, <laughs> yeah. following, following Friday, 7 o'clock against the USA on the 25th. And then I think that'll it's the, t- the 29th we play Wales. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that'll be at 7 o'clock as well. But um, I think 
overall, you know, it's been a decent start to the season for us at Blues now, obviously I'm on about, um, you know, and, and let's let's see how we go when they all regroup and this little break has come at a great time for us, hasn't it, really, to get, to get a bit of a, you know, recharge the batteries and go again. Um, is it the 10th of December we play again against Blackpool? Blackpool, yeah. Next time. But yeah, let's, let's see how we go. I mean, our allocation, by the way, Paul, did you, did you realize you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full, full Blackpool allocation. have increased our allocation for tickets away. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. for hundred and something. Yeah, somebody asked yeah. earlier about Joe Bellingham and our opinions on, on that and on, on him. And I mean, I don't want to completely hang him out to dry. You know, he's only a young kid learning his trade, and you can see he's got ability when he gets the ball. But I just didn't see the need to start him in that game. You know, it was quite a big game for us trying to get into sixth in the league. Um, I, honest, I, I I thought uh, Jordan James would have started, or, or like yeah. I said, off, off airport, uh, you know, Hall. George Hall. If Chung wasn't up for starting, yeah. you know, I forget whoever you know, whoever's like probably at ninety percent fit, they've got mm -hmm. like a little, they've got a little break now, obviously. Mm -hmm. So you know, let them just, just, just. You're not going to burn them out. Are you? Just playing them for one more game and then <laughs> going into the break. But but Hogan's know. put Hogan's put out the Island squad, hasn't he? Yeah. Is it yeah. Really near goal? But, um, but just little things like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he had a good one-on-one, -on -one, didn't he, Hogan? And yeah, should have um, heard it. Paul Cooper made a couple it. of worldies though on Friday oh, night. Did, yeah. I mean, he was he was proper on fire. Um, albeit, he, he he loved his time wasting, and as did the rest of that team. But going um, going back to Joe. Job for me, it was the wrong game to put him in. I agree, I think to start. Um, do I think he'll stand out? I, I still saw just just a few touches and his vision that actually it reminded me so much of watching his brother. Um, yeah, just yeah. his placement of some of the balls and the way he was knocking it forwards. He wasn't afraid to get forwards either, which is again a trait of of Jude. Um, just probably a couple of months, maybe too early for a start. Keep him on the bench. I think he's a great player to still bring off the bench. Let's see how things go to see whether he gets his start again afterwards. I would have started George Hall. I can't knock, I can't knock you just because <laughs> we're in the best position we've been in for donkeys. It's it's time easy, you know what I mean? I, I, I can't. Um, he can perhaps take a little bit of a knock for not analysing what that game was going to be. Uh, and how Sunderland would come at us, and one thing or that. But I said to Sharon when we were up there, right, because we were, we were literally three, four, four, four seats back, and the Sunderland supporters were down here, and the noise was deafening. And I said to Sharon, I said, if we can shut them up early, we'll win this game. Mm. We didn't. We couldn't. Yeah. Well, coming, back to your, coming back to your question, Nick, about Harry Maguire, based on club form, absolutely not. He shouldn't be on that plane. Um, obviously, he's <clears> lost. Lost his place in the Man United team, and his form for them has been pretty terrible, hasn't it? Really recently. Um, but you know, there's just something about him in tournaments. He just seems to, and, and also he's. I think that's why Southgate probably does play a back three because he's better on the left in a back three than in a back four, isn't he? Um, but me personally, if it was up to me, I would play a back four, and I would play Ben White with John Stones as the two centre halves, with um, you know Trippier right back um, until. Yeah. And then uh, Luke Shaw left back, and mm. I'd have Declan Rice sitting in front of him with Bellingham and James mm. Madison. I'd have I'd have James Madison with him as well, um, and I'd also have I'd have Foden on the left, Kane up front, and Saka on the right. That'd be my team. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's interesting you use the word 
about England, oh, we had we never have a bit of opportunity. We, you used it twice, and I'm thinking to myself, is he talking about the Blues? <laughs> because we, we, we've had we've had two opportunities this week, and we haven't taken them. Now we can all pontificate about why, and you know, are the players tired and the the fixtures, blah 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 blah. But we had two great opportunities this week, and we didn't take them. Uh, and we've, we 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 sort of content with the fact. Well, if you'd have offered this in 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 July when we started, we'd have taken it. And I agree a hundred percent. You know, wonderful. Yeah. But it's frustrating when you know it just yeah. could have been a bit better. You just yeah. could have been a bit better. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I I like I've said this before. I like our team. I like the people in it. I like the people on the bench. And I look at other teams. I watch the best, so-called best two teams on Saturday, uh, Sunday, uh, Burnley and Blackburn. It wasn't a great game, and I'm thinking, who stood out? Well, I can't remember his name now. The the, the Blackburn forward who gets a lot of goals with us. Oh, Diaz. Yeah, yeah. Him. he stands yeah. out. Uh, Burnley, ooh. you know, can't remember any of them. Well, uh, and, and and they're the top, the best two, and I think. We're mm. far behind them. No, uh, we're not. No. You know, well, and, and I'd, I'd rather have Chong and I'd rather have Hannibal and I'd, I'd, I'd rather have Trusty than anybody and, and, and Bielik. I can't think of players that I'd look around the, the, the division and say, well, they've got a better bloke than us there. Now, they, no. they might, you know, there might be other positions where they have, but our best players are better than the best players of other teams. Let's include yeah. Rudy and Alan. And Rudy, Rudy. yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, I think he's the best I'm, goalie in the division. Easy. Easy. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll come on to Mark's marks on Hannibal, but first of all, I just want to mark his corners and I'm going to give him two out of ten for his corners. Yeah, mate, they were awful. awful. <laughs> his corners are dreadful. I can't even clear the yeah. first match. Every time. I mean, we took against Swansea. We, how many corners did he take against Swansea? We, we must yeah. have had about, we had about 13 corners, I think, against Swansea. And, the only one he didn't take, we scored from Bakuna, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. yeah. I think he uh, tries too hard, to be honest. Yeah, I think you could be he's, right. He's yeah, running yeah. around like a blue ass fly, and mm. he he's 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 too enthusiastic at times. You know, mm. pace yourself, son. You know, don't fly into every tackle. Uh, on a, you know, you, you're getting bookings every week, and you have to be hauled off when we need mm. you the most. Um, yeah. You know, it's just calm down a bit. You know, show us your skills, but don't. <laughs> He's a good player overall. You're wrong. He's a good yeah, player. Yeah, overall. of course. And, 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 and he, he troubles the opposition. That's the thing. He yeah. troubles the opposition. Like a monkey on a stick. Like a monkey on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, that's got to be down to the coaching staff to take him aside and say, look, mate, yeah, yeah. video here. This is you, right? Boom. I don't want you to do yeah. that. I don't want yeah. you to do that. I want you to use your skill, your feet, your mind, right? And everything else. But I don't want you to do that. Yeah. Mind you, funny you should say that because against Swansea, it looked like it calmed it down, like something a bit taken away from him. Do you know what I mean? He's quite placid, I thought, against Swansea. Nigel Mann. Old, old yeah. Sorry, Mark. Yeah. Nigel Mann said on the on the shape box, Hannibal reminds him of Wayne Rooney regarding his aggression and he needs to control it on the pitch. Which mm-hmm. the other week there was that article that apparently he'd been told to calm it down. Actually, I kind of like the aggression. It just mm. it's got to be in that controlled way. Kind of, and, yes. Yeah, and 
let your feet do the talking rather than your mouth because it's his mouth that's got him into trouble and bookings mm. over the past couple of games. However, he took an absolute battering again Friday night. The snidey tackles and things off the ball were ridiculous and no wonder it winds him up. Yeah, I think yeah. This, this tells you how much we've improved. You know, you could probably name five or, five or six players that could be player of the season so far. And I probably wouldn't argue with you about any of them. Yeah, um, right. Season, our player of the season stopped playing for us in December. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's how much, how much we've improved. And, you know, George Hall obviously can't get in this team from the start. And again, that tells mm. you how, how good the players are we've got because I think he is. You know, could be star quality. I mean, Tim Faraday's just said there how how good is George Hall? You know, he's an absolute star yeah. quality. Leeds band, maybe, I don't know. I hope not, but you know, he looks like he's definitely got a, a future ahead of him. Um, but yeah, I mean that that for what I've just said yeah. there, player of the Paul, season. I you. want him to have a future at Birmingham City Football Club. I don't yes, want him to have a future anywhere else. We've got no. to start keeping old of our best players. Yeah, mm. but if he's one of our best players, obviously, and he can't get in the team. Then that tells you something, doesn't it? You know, we've got quality coming off the bench as well as on the pitch. You know, it's 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 good. We've got a bit of strength in depth. And if we can mm-hmm. in January, I'd like to get a I'd like to get a striker with you know with pace if we can find one somewhere that can finish, you know. So it's like another Shay Adams would be great. Well, I mean, uh, there's that there's that rumour again, Paul, about um uh, you know, about um Lyle uh, coming back, Lyle Taylor, but I think oh, that's a load of that ship sailed now, Mark, I think. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you said ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't see. I can't see for a minute him, you know, fitting in or, you know, no, that 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 boat's gone. I mean, I think a new Shay Adams is probably a bit, you know, um, wishful thinking. But I'd set off for another DJ Campbell or, you know mm. what I mean, someone like that who, who came in and scored a few goals for us at this level. You know, we got mm. him from the lower leagues and he was quick as anything, wasn't it? And he let's, fit- let's have a new Gary. <laughs> uh, that'd be nice. Do you think we yeah. might go back to this Chesterfield lad? He's still scoring. Possibly, yeah. Why not? Yeah, maybe. yeah. I mean, maybe. I like, like Deanie and Hogan as a pair, and obviously Djokovic does well when he comes on. But I just think we need somebody who gives us something a bit different up front. And obviously, what we haven't got with any of those three is, is pace. Is it? Pace. Yeah. There could be. There could be something at the World Cup. You know, there could be a, yeah. a you know some someone at the World Cup who might stick out. Um, yeah. I think I think Plachetta's more or less well. He's back in January, isn't he, Plachetta? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be interesting. You know, Stamazoo turns up after after the World Cup, and you look at the team at the moment. Right, firstly, nobody's running away with this league. No, no. So the for me, rather than it being at Christmas choosing who's going to be you know top of the league or in the playoffs. It's looking more like, actually, now who's going to have the better transfer window that's going to strengthen their team enough to then go that next that next Good level point. up? And I, I, I don't know whether we will spend, but I think... Have we got, for me, oh, have we what, Nick? What's that, Nick? Have we got money to spend? I think if the right people came along, they might do. And actually, you know... Again, rumours are rumours. They always happen with yeah, fans. About and all that. You know, because we've like had points deducted and all that. Financial yeah, fair play, though, isn't it? We should be well inside the financial fair play rule for, for okay. us based on our spend over the past couple of seasons. 
Okay. I yeah, I can't see us getting points deducted now with the people we've got. Oh, you know, no. Obviously, I think that now is ancient history, to be honest. And the person that caused most, most of that is no longer in the club, thank God. Um, mm. So, you know, I, I'd like to think now we're going to start to move forward more positively and, you know, spend a bit of money on the team. But here's a question for you. Could we do a Thierry Henry with George Hall and turn him into a striker? Um, you uh, know, do you know what? I'm thinking that's that was Possibly. Got pace to burn. You know, I've seen him finish as well. His goal against Watford showed an instinctive finish. So yeah. maybe if you put him through the middle and give him a chance there, could he could he uh could could he save us some money on a on a striker possibly? Maybe. Mm. I mean, all the rumours that are circulating, and again we go back to it being rumours, they always happen this time of the year, is that actually we were trying to form a package to to bring both of the defenders that we have on loan to us on a permanent deal. Now, trusty yeah. for me, I think if we got him, it'd be absolutely superb. But I think it might just be a little bit too early. Mm. Whereas, I do believe we could do something with with Sanderson. Yeah, but that's yeah. we couldn't get him permanently, and I think uh, Wolves might listen <laughs> because they're in a situation where they need to offload players before they can bring in. So mm. they might they might listen to a cheeky offer and. What about Bielik as well? Did we get him? Did we, did we oh, Bielik's yeah. been in, hasn't he? Superb. Bielik, to me, is it's the, the World Cup will be the tide turner for Bielik. If he has an absolute storming World Cup, which, based on what we've seen on the pitch, he is capable of doing, then the issue we will have is he's got, what, less than 12 months left on his contract? Do we know... Uh, sorry, Craig, do we know if he's in Poland's starting eleven though? Does he actually start for Poland? Is he in the strongest eleven? I don't think he is. To be honest, Paul. I think he's yes, he's in the squad, but I don't think he's a starter. I'm pretty sure, you know. That's not that's I'm, not bad news, then, is it really? That's us? not a bad thing, no. Yeah. My vast my vast knowledge of Polish football, I've got contact. Alan or you know. Uh I don't think he's in the, the, the first eleven, no. But no. He, he he would he he would I mean that I actually use as uh all, all the people in the squad to choose for the substitute. So, but if if it was a eighteen or seventeen or eighteen squad, he'd be in that. Mm, um, yeah. I, I I don't know how to, to to take take it to be honest. If if he has too good a tournament, <coughs> uh, 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 is somebody else going to come along and and yeah. snap him up? Um, you know, to be honest, I'd rather him sit on the bench for the yeah, whole yeah. month. Yeah. Come back to us, fit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only couldn't agree more. We're so. just rewriting the Birmingham City book of history. <laughs> 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 no, we get we get somebody who's absolutely brilliant, and then they go get somebody brilliant, and they go get somebody. Anyway, changing tact just slightly for the moment. Right, um, a beautiful old gentleman walked onto the pitch at St Andrews on Friday for our remembrance service. Now, you know that's a very poignant thing in our house, as Sharon's lad was killed out in Afghanistan. And I purposely took her on Friday, right? Because I told her year after year, oh, man, that was just off the scale, amazing. Like the silence, the lights go down, the poppies were falling down on the big screen. And you could hear a pin drop. Well, all I could hear was about six morons 
morons. You absolutely filthy, disrespectful. I'll get thrown up there. Right, okay. Come on, guys. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a minute, a year, one minute a year, and all you've got to do is shut your mouth. Are these uh, people around Nick, or were they people that were outside? Mate, you know what? With, my, with my hearing issues, uh, Paul, I, I think it came from behind the cop, like in the uh, concourses. Yeah, so they didn't but know. I, I, I struggled with massive tinnitus, right? Um, I, I, I heard it as well, and I thought, well, it's people outside that don't know what's going on inside. Yeah. Mm. We could we could hear it from the front of the girl, Merrick. It was yeah. Now, could, you, could be, could be. I, I can tell you now, Paul. Right, if you're outside a football stadium and it's all silent, there's a reason for it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, can, can I just say, Nick, having watched it on TV? I mean, I was there last year, and and that mm. that was breathtaking last year. But that this year, you, you got you got the t you got the TV covering it, and it was you were you were proud. To be a member, you know, a part of Birmingham City. It was yeah. so good. It, can't, it it televised really well. And right. and they, they made a note of the fact that John Ruddy went and shook <laughs> the hands of all those soldiers and the old fella uh, before we started. It was, you know, almost brought me to tears. It was so good. And, and, and I, thankfully, you didn't get to hear all you got to hear was a, a minute's silence. And it was a minute's silence on television. So I, I suggest that these people were outside the ground, or, or, or certainly in the concourses. No, in the concourses, minimum, yeah. minimum. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, it, it, it was it was good. It, it came across it, really well. Here's an idea, right? If next time it happens, or next time we do it next year, on the screens in the concourses, just put up on the screen, minute silence in operation. Yeah, simple. Yeah, yeah. yeah simple. The fans simple. Are the concourses, they know that in the ground. Mm -hmm. The mini silence is in is in operation. Um, right, it goes, Paul. Right, yeah. I'll, I'll turn. I'll turn around. Right, there's there's our wall of remembrance. Yep, that's Sharon's son there in the middle, and that light only lights up on the eleventh of the eleventh. It will go off tonight. It lights up on his birthday. It will go off on New Year's Day, birthday fifth of December, and it will light up on the day that he was killed. Right. Any of those people want to come and, and see me, right? I'll, I'll point them in the right direction. I'll show them what grief is. Huh? You're very welcome. And for somebody to do that to Sharon's son's memorial stone last week, mm. an abomination of what humanity is about. We're nearly on to you. I've nearly nearly bottomed out who it is. And when I do, believe me, the book is going to be thrown at you. I promise you. I promise you. You upset that woman so much, so much. And Remembrance Week, and you go and do that to a, a memorial stand. You filthy, horrible people. Uh, just getting back to the game, um, Anthony Hill on uh, YouTube says, Hi, lads. Hannibal reminds me of Robbie Savage. Bags of energy never stops running, always mm. in the face of the opposition. Have we got yeah. marks, 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 marks? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, in the England squad, Jude Bellingham has been given the number 22 shirt. Oh, it no. is. really? It's been Brilliant. retired. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder which commercial enterprise has thought that up. 
who's who's the England shirt manufacturer? Because that's what it was all about in the original <laughs> one. Yes, uh, Birmingham had one, I don't know, it was Adidas, wasn't it, when, when he was there. Yeah. Uh, and then they went to Dortmund and we want to sell Nike shirts now with 22 on. And now who we got, whoever it is, I don't know, probably Nike again. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, his brand, it's his brand now. I mean, Beckham did. Beckham had the same thing. He was yeah. always he was seven for Manchester United, but he was 23 for England. And he said, oh, it's the same number as Michael Jordan had, which I think is right. Um, and it's all part of the marketing now. You know, this this, this business about retiring the shirt, I, 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 never, I never bought that for one minute. You know, it was an agreement with Dortmund, you know. He's our number 22 and he was your number 22 and we don't want pictures of him with number 24 nice. on or whatever. You know. yeah, yeah, but that's the first time he's been given the number for England. Um, it is, yeah, it is. So, um, yeah. so that's good. Um, but coming back on to Friday night, do we not think that, you know, the Tampa's had its day now and keep right on, obviously, should be played every time we come out, not just on special occasions. I love the slow version. Oh, the out. slow version's yeah. fantastic. It gets the crying tingling, doesn't it? They all start, they obviously, they all finish, the, everyone finishes the song off, obviously, when it stopped playing. Yeah. That, that, that's just a much better build-up to the game. Definitely, uh, yeah. I mean, then the Tampa now, I just think the Tampa's had its day, yeah. isn't it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think I love I love the fact we play you with uh, food for thought right at the end. Oh, that's we? fantastic! I think I that's quite that. atmospheric as well, oh, isn't it? Right um, yeah, it's just yeah, like, it, um, it just yeah. brings up members of the Carly Cup final and everything else. Yeah, but I love my, it. But my dad was over the moon because he had the Beatles in St Andrews for the first time in God knows how many years. Um, you know, before <laughs> they were right. playing, playing the Beatles. Were they live? <laughs> the people. <laughs> are they the ones that's been eating the stand away? Yeah. But um, but now I mean, you know, the, 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 a lot of thoughts going into these things, isn't it? And I just think that I think are, yeah. know, if we came out to keep right on the slow version every game, I just think that it would be that was super, mate. That was that was proper blues, I promise you, proper yeah. blues. But it'd be what, proper... Was, what was the Beatles song? I can't remember, Alan. You know, not Hey Jude. No, no, it was help, help, hey Jude. help. <laughs> Someone might be able to help me out with this. Who was there at that time? As well, he's actually he's actually watching Richard Richard Golding. I think he he's, he might be in charge of the records there. I don't know. Is so then, yeah, I am begging you. Please get somebody to sort the PA system out in the jail up. All I could hear was. I think that's your tinnitus, probably. No, <laughs> what number was he, uh, Nick? Sharon or it might be, might be Sharon, actually. I feel sorry. No, I feel sorry, right, no. for the, 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 the guy on the microphone if we can't even put the right equipment in so that people can hear him. Huh? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Michael yeah. Woods, great shout, Michael Woods. Please, please, Michael. can fans sing the correct words to keep right on? Yeah. We are often partisan. We are not often partisan. Yeah. And not we're not, and, and it's not, on, it's, it's not, not off. Oh, this one grates me. It's Chris, go on, Chris. Yeah. I was going to say, we're not off to, off to park the van. <laughs> no, but it's, it's not, one. But it's not, we are. It's not. right on till the end of the road. It is to. To the end of the road. Yeah. And there yeah. were people singing till, and I, I oh, God, I, I, I wanted to buy him a burger. 
but it's not we are though, is it? It's not we are off to parties, and it's we're off. We're, we're. Yeah. Yeah. completely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so Nick, uh, Mike wants to know: Was it Mister Blobby that was being played on the tannoy? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, look, Blues, look. You open the GM up, that we pay our money per equity ticket. So that costs. Hey, here you go. It's my family. Adam came from Derby, Scott came from Wellington, I came from New Topstown, right? That's four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's 120 quid in petrol, right? Before we start. Hmm? Lila, whose birthday is today, happy birthday, sweetheart. I love you loads. Um, she had a football water and, and bought probably 30 quids worth of stuff from the club shop. And then by the time we've had a beer at £5.50 a pint, and you. You're into like two hundred quid, two hundred quid, maybe more. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah. good. Mm. Now, Chris, answer my question, right? We've had technical issues on this show over the years, right? But like, you can you can hear it at least, can't you? You can understand it. Um, you know, there have been times where. Heaven knows why the internet goes off in Solly or one of the richest places in the world. <laughs> <laughs> or is it just your house? I don't know. Um, but I, it, it, you just cannot hear a thing. Sharon looked at me and she said, what the hell is that? I said, that's my apology. Could I, um, can I do an early prediction thing, please? So two, I want two predictions from the team and our viewers. So... Who's going to win the World Cup? <coughs> Not going to be England. Then where will we finish in the World Cup? How will we get on, in people's opinion? Okay. Yeah, go right. on. Yeah, go on. Chris, be a Ryan airplane, right, with, uh, with sandwiches that they can buy and a toilet that they can pay five quid to go another way, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think we're going to get anywhere, Paul, I promise you. But we'll get out I, the group. We're going to get out the group. I think, to be honest, Paul, I think... First question, I'll still stick by Argentina. I've just got this yep. funny feeling Argentina. And I think uh, we'll get to the quarterfinals. Okay. Because I, right, so I think... Be friends. Sorry, I think... Yeah. I was going to say we could meet France at some point. Yeah, well... I, I, yeah. I, I honestly... I still... I, I've just got this funny feeling for Argentina. Don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a feeling France might win it this time. Yeah. Have you seen their squad? It's ridiculous. Um, mm. And Benzema's back as well now, so they're yeah. even better than Giroud up front in the last World Cup. Um, obviously, they ain't got Pogba or Kante, but they've still got great midfielders. Um, so I, I think France will win it, and England, I reckon, probably. Well, obviously, if we come up against France in the in the round of sixteen, then it'll be the round of sixteen. But hopefully, we won't. And quarterfinals, semi-finals, maybe. Yeah. Do we think? Do we think Southgate will be finished regardless? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, that's... Now, if we do badly, I think it'll be finished, right? Look, Evan, Evan even thinks that we win it, right? And we've not done that since 1966, which I can still remember. Well, here's, here's one, though. Don't do why, well. Why can't we? Got to go. Why, why can't we win it? Because we don't play to our strengths. Our, our, weakness, our, our weakness is defending. Um, we, yeah. I look at the group stage. And, well, we've had we've had manager yes men all through the year since the eighties, like, mm. well, early nineties when I stopped going. I stopped going. Stop going. Right there. Can't be done with that. All our all our 
best players or attacking players, aren't they? Pretty much. Um, yeah, and we don't absolutely oh. right, Paul. Absolutely right. And yeah. the defence is not good enough. Exactly. Not good enough. Not good enough. Simple and as that. No matter. Yeah. We have we have, the people we have picked. You can't you can't name. Oh, hang on. Why why wasn't he picked? Or why was who? We, we the only person that we probably just uh, we all agree should have been in was Ivan Tony, and he's yeah. an attacker. You know, yeah. we, we, is there a goalkeeper that should have gone in that three? No. Is there no. a is 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 there a defender somewhere? You know, oh, we we've left him out. We shouldn't have done that. No. Have we got more midfielders, and we shake a stick at, and mm, and yeah. we can't find a combination that that works properly. And we is the monkey on that stick though. <laughs> I mean, we've got a generational. We've got you know, we've got a generational talent in Foden and Bellingham there. And if we do play to their strengths, we could be very dangerous. Obviously, you know, Kane will start banging him in again, and you know, Saka's outstanding as well on the right. Um, you know, and I would put James Madison with Bellingham, like I've already said, because he gives you that something different, and he can score mm -hmm. a direct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can take corners. He scores direct free kicks, and but know, he's he's, that... he's going to be new to the scene. Yeah. yeah, I know. But sometimes there's always a player in the World Cup that comes in in the eleventh hour and and does well yeah. for the don't they? Oh, for um, Madison, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but so for me, playing Jude in the middle, and he he could be. If you look at all the other teams that we've got to go up against, right? They're they're going to be thinking to themselves, right? They've watched him, and he's a playmaker. He's he will break things down, but he's also goes forwards. Now, if they mark him out the game, that frees up. And Paul, I agree with you, Madison, right? And with him going forwards. He can he can put in a ball, he can score a goal. And this is the yeah. thing, you know. We got it's fair to say, midfield, I think is possibly our strongest midfield for a long time going into a tournament. I actually feel as though it's stronger than the Euros. And yeah. in the Euros, our midfield won us a lot of games because yeah. of the way that they broke stuff down and got forwards. Now, I I my head. My head says England won't go further than the quarterfinal. Yeah. My heart says that if we get into that final 16 and we play France, right, if we were to beat France, then arguably we've got nobody to stop us going forwards then. And no. I could see us getting... I can see England getting to the final. Um, You're recording this, Chris? Yeah. yeah I, I can see, right? If the uh -huh. prediction happens, I'll tell you what, I'll give you the lottery numbers afterwards, um, <laughs> but just a week later. Uh, but no, I mean, we, we, we could do this. And the defence, Harry Maguire, we've talked about, right? But Harry Maguire turns up for England in tournaments. I mate, agree. Mate, if we, if we win this, right, I'm going to come around your house and give you a kiss on that forehead. <laughs> oh, no, I'll, even, I'll even wash, I'll wash it before you come round. Paul, Paul, you won't be able to reach up there, mate. <laughs> It'd be like, like Fabian Barthez and Laurent Blanc. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll put it out there. My prediction is I fancy us to win it. Oh my I God. fancy us to surprise a few teams and for us to win it. Uh, yeah, that's right. what Chris thinks. I'll be able to cope if, if we won it. I've got two weeks off after the 16th. So, you know, I'll break up for Christmas on the 16th. So if we did win it, I'd have two weeks to celebrate. I'd even forget it was Christmas, to be honest. Right, question for the team. Question for the team. What do you think about Seth Butter's comments that uh, this was a mistake and should never have been played in Qatar after 
allegedly he's lined his little silver pocket with a lot of money, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, totally agree. And that's only my thoughts. That's not the thoughts of the Tilt and Talk show. So no, you no. get lost. Set butter is filth. It is, yeah. It's all about money, isn't it, really? Uh, it was mentioned earlier on the um, Shoutbox, really. Um, it's a bit of an elephant in the room, isn't it, as well? You know, it's... No, the regime, sorry, the regime, the regime. No, sorry, explain what an elephant in the room is. You don't know. Oh, you'll have to look that one up. <laughs> it's nothing to do with a monkey on a stick, put it that way. <laughs> My mum always used to say now then. Was it now or was it then? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, do we talk? Let's talk about the brutal regime. Has anybody got any thoughts on the Qatar regime? What it stands for regarding homosexuality, LGBT? Mm. Women playing football as a whole, not allowed. Does it matter what age, what colour, what sexual orientation somebody is when they turn up and kick a ball? If they're playing for your country, it makes no difference. To you, Craig, to me, Craig, to Paul Craig, to Watto Craig, to Chris Craig and to Mark Craig, we totally agree with you. However, <laughs> however... There is another society with another set of beliefs, um, which we don't get, we don't understand. Huh? Yeah. When in Rome, do what the Romans It's it's the wrong time, wrong place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why? It's it's only a small place, Qatar, uh, and you've got six six or seven stadiums. Alan, sorry, there you go. That's oh, yes, yeah, absolutely. And and allegedly corruption. Absolutely. And the human rights situation. It's well, awful. Have you ever been, if, if anybody's ever been to a, a Middle East country, particularly a Muslim country, mm-hmm. uh, you, you basically you do it, you, you, you know, when in Rome, you do as the Romans do. You don't. You don't do th- you don't things don't do things to attract your uh, attention to yourself. Um, I've been to Kuwait. Fortunately, in Kuwait, the British are and the Americans are, are, are loved because we we got them out the mess years ago. Uh, but woe betide you if you go against their customs or you know um, if if you if you. You're allowed to have it. Well, you're not actually, but you're told if if you have alcohol in your house, right, you mm-hmm. won't get arrested. But if you drink it, you have you have you have to have a, a cover on your glass. So if anybody walks past the window and sees mm-hmm. you having a drink, they don't know what's in it. Now, exactly. Well, that would have what to. Is that, have to be, what is in it? Have a sock on it. What is and, in it? What is it? The... Well, I, I don't know. Like petrol? You can't you tell if it's alcohol or not, can you? It doesn't matter. When, when, you, when you're in a place like that, it, and you're English, it would be assumed. Yeah, I know it's Coke. Yeah. It would be assumed that it's, and, and they would knock the door and say, well, Okay, yeah. So the other argument is that the, the, there are people that live and are born in Qatar. What about them? I mean, you can be sentenced to death if you're a Muslim. Yeah. If you're a Muslim, 
and homosexual. What was that question? Because I, I, I missed one word out of it. I want to get it. I was just saying in Qatar, if you're a Muslim yeah. and you live in Qatar and you are born there, mm. you could be sentenced to death for being homosexual. Homosexual. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Sentenced to death. You can get, you'll get a minimum of 18 years, but there you go. Just for having a sexual you, orientation. Across the world, in any situation, have the right to sentence somebody else to the final moments of their life. Huh? Mm, that's another debate. Mm. Mm. Anyway, well, talking of debates about the World Cup, can I just add in, sorry, Joe likes it, right? Oh, what a legend. Absolute brilliance. And if people haven't seen his video, I encourage everybody to, to have a look. It's on Twitter. I've seen it on Facebook and Instagram now. Which is charge uh, This guy was brilliant. What he said is, in short, I'm calling out David Beckham. David Beckham, who reportedly is being paid 10 million, I think it's dollars, might be paying. To be an ambassador, yeah. To be yeah. an ambassador. And Joe Lysett has offered a thousand pounds instead of a million pounds. So basically 10,000 pounds, which he will donate to LGBT plus, um, or as he puts it, queer people in football. <laughs> if David Beckham gives up that ambassadorial role, if he doesn't, then basically he said he's going to shred that 10 grand along with David Beckham's whole following of gay people because of the work that he has done. He believes he will lose all of that support if Beckham doesn't give it up. Now, I look at it this way, that guy's worth about 150, 200 million pounds, if not more. Why does he need 10 million pounds to be an ambassador to go Reed. out and do that? Read. Sorry, Chris Brown. I've done this for 11 years now. That's 11 million quid you owe me. Yeah. Greed. <laughs> But you know You're what just I mean? being greedy. You know what I mean? If I got paid for doing this, it wouldn't be the same because I wouldn't have the same desire. I wouldn't have the same passion, right? Mm -hmm. I would be a numpty that has been paid to say, oh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the blinking Tilton Talk Show. It's Monday night, it's 6 30. Oh, we've got water. We've got bloody Craig and Mr. Hipkins. And I'm actually sounding quite good, Nick. It did. Well, Nick, 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 I can categorically tell you now, Nick, you'd never get paid for this. <laughs> I have had, mate, I promise you, I have had one bite off your cat, two wasabi pieces <laughs> in 12 years now. They're still there, the wasabi piece. Anyway, let's move on. Um, Mark, can, I, Mark, can I just, hang on, can I just, can I just on, give a name drop on. here? Uh, Joe Lysett's dad, David, big mate of mine. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mark's Mark's on Hannibal then, Mark. Yeah, my Mark, oh. is Mark, Mark's Mark's out of t uh, ten, is it this week? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I won't, I won't, I won't upset the apple cart, but um, I'm gonna give a go for a solid seven. Seven out of ten mm. for me. I'd agree with that. And that's got some learning to do. Yeah. And Mark, what would you score Hannibal on his kiss on the forehead for Brenda, which is totally and utterly. Oh, when that happens, yeah. Oh, that yeah. Was fast, I've, that was. I've actually got that at the beginning. Yeah, I saw Brendan, because it happened right by us. So, yeah. Um, well, he could shoot up to a nine. 
And have we got squad games this week or no? Uh, we've we've had nobody um, volunteer at the moment, so just a shout out. We put out there earlier on. We want somebody to to come on and to challenge Paul for a special squad game that will be in and around England squads. Uh, I have two selected. So, if you are interested in challenging Paul, please give us a shout and we'll get in touch with you to arrange it to come Can I do it? Can I do it? Can I do it? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we said challenge him, Nick. Challenge him. That's, that's the key word. Hey, I can't even remember getting up this morning, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, James Brown has just said, we should charge Nick to come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> 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 going back to Joe, going back to Joe Lysett for a second. Where he's from King's Heath, isn't he? All green. All green. All green yeah. Yeah. Uh, underrated, underrated one to eleven. I know we got the whole team, but are we going to do a manager as well? Joe Lysett oh, goal. Yeah, uh, Joe Lysett uh, left back. Joe Lysett right back. <laughs> <laughs> are we doing a manager? Well, underrated manager. Anyone? Anyone? Have we had any underrated manager? Good, good shout. An underrated one. An underrated manager. Right, I'm got look, ideas. Look, this is going to be really controversial, yeah. And I'm going to go for Zola if he'd have been left to his own devices. I've never that's heard controversial. Of well, that's controversial. Uh, yeah. Let's cause a stony silence. Uh, no. Do you know what? <laughs> Had he been left to it, I, I think he could have made a difference. I do. I do think he could have made a difference. Well, I, I could see what he was trying. And coaching back at Chelsea, uh, one of the biggest teams in the country. Yeah, he got Watford to the playoff final as well, didn't he? Um, mm. You know, I could, I could see what he was trying to do, um, but you know, he just didn't have the players to do it, did he? They just weren't up for that style of play, and to go from kind of he like had a seven, team Paul that could not play the football that he was told to play. They could not. They I had a no, team which yeah, was or two. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we'll, what go about? The, we'll go with the most votes on the shout box, obviously, like we always do. But um, <laughs> Gavin Noon said rabbit, which is not a bad shout. Um, you know, he was a really good for us, wasn't he? Yeah, but he wasn't underrated, though, was he? No, he wasn't underrated. We I mean, like he was thought he was, he was a god, wasn't he? A lot of them. What what was the Spaniard's name? Pepe. Uh, oh, Clotet. Clotet. Oh, Pepe Clotet. I think yeah. he was yeah. he was underrated. He had some. I can, I can remember before the lockdown, we we went on a ten ten match unbeaten yeah. run, and we thought and he, got he to, was on the fifth round of the cup as well. Yes, right. Yeah, I mean that's so, a cup run for us. Yeah, yeah. get to half time yeah. a, a goal a goal up. That's a cup run for us in the yeah. third round. No, I'm not. I'm not telling this. I'm asking. Lee Clark, I mean, he spotted some good players for us. Mate, I tell you, yeah, yeah. Lee yeah. Clark on this show, right? You could see that he had the desire, he had the passion, he just did not have the resources, right? No. And when he when 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 he jumped into that crowd and he was going, "It's for you, it's for you, it's for you, it's for you, it's for you," right? And he jumped into a crowd of football fans. Wow! 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 No, I, mean, I remember. I remember Crystal Palace away under Clark and oh, you know, we, the four 0 Yeah, we did have some good yeah. moments. And he was mm -hmm. putting the side together, but then he had to send all his best players because obviously, like now, all of our best players were on loan. And if you remember, we had to send Lingard, Burn, Bartley. You know, they all went back, didn't they? They all and, went back. Yeah. 
have anybody in the same <laughs> street to face them with. Um, no one. Leaving on the shout box. Yeah. Terry Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What a lovely yeah. man. What I up here. Right, Birmingham City were playing uh, a village up five miles away where the JCB club is here. Roaster, right? And he was in the bar. And I said, hey, Terry, you want a beer? He said, yeah, get me a pint. Right, so I bought them. He didn't get me one back. It's like this to get, right? Human, what do you expect? But where he met Mark Sale. He met Mark Sale on that night playing for a village, a village football team for a charity do pre-season, right? And signed him up. Mm. And, of course, Mark sadly had testicular cancer and had to quit the game. I've seen him regularly, to be honest with you. He's still mm. playing in, in, in the pubs around there. Mm. Mark's now coming to the running very much. Um, uh, Peter, yeah. If you can get Mark Sale on the show, boom, do it. Because mm. I think a massive, massive, mm. massive point. Mm. No, Lee, Lee Clark's, um, I think that's my vote as well, to be honest. Peter Taylor has said uh, Barry Fry is underrated. He could have taken us further if he'd have had more backing for play. Was, Barry wasn't underrated. Barry was just a comedian, right? Who we love. Legends. Right. We, we're Birmingham fans, right? We'll fall in love with a nutter any day of the week, mate. It's brilliant. Because, like, if you're eccentric, right, we love you. That's it. That's just it. I think he's still fine buying us players, mate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no one's told him. No one's told him. Funny we'd have listened to him about Ivan Tony when he was obviously told yeah. Him, yeah. He was recommending Ivan Tony to us before he went to Brentford. Michael yeah. Woods has said Lee Clark, he actually built two good teams in one season. Mm. 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 Yeah. Uh, Gary Pendry is a good shirt as well. Uh, another manager with no money to spend. Uh, uh, Lee Carsley, yeah, I thought that was quite a good one. And of course, a lot of our younger younger listeners, Chris, won't, won't actually know that um, Sir Matt Busby was our manager, the winner of the 1966 World Cup final. No, you mean Alf Ramsey? Don't uh, you? Alf Ramsey, sorry. I'm not really clever. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, yeah. worse. Every week he gets worse. I'm not, I'm not, look, I'm not a hip kiss, right? I don't, right, hang on. I'll shave my head for next week <laughs> if I can get it right. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Busby. Oh, oh go away! I embarrassed myself <laughs> next week. Right, we're next week. Were the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen? And we've agreed as a team that tonight is going to be anything to do with football and names of countries, countries and football. With okay. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> yeah. Countries. This was quite a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's down, to you. down to you. Tony Salt, he had achieved more than people realise. He, he did, didn't he? He got us to a cup final, yeah. and you know he was robbed in that. And he was so unlucky not to get us promoted when he with the injuries he had with Furlong and you yeah. know uh, Paul yeah, Furlong's yeah. the main one that sticks out with injuries for me. If we could have yeah. kept him fit for for a whole season, I think we probably would have. I'm so sorry, Paul. You can go down. Who was that? Trevor Francis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? You could see the tears in his eyes. But he wanted to take that team off, right, and be done with it and say, this is it, finish, I'm gone, right? And you could see the tears welling up in that man's eyes. Bit of a shame that he wants to charge a tilt and talk show, £2,000 to climb to talk, doesn't he? Yeah. Are we doing squad game, then? Is there, does anyone in here want to take? No. <laughs> Mark? Alan? Hey? Um, uh, not in England, no. <laughs> England? Actually, Paul. Go on, Mark. 
Go on then. Go on. I'll, I'll probably lose, but I'll give it a go. Go on. Yeah, oh, no, you definitely will lose. Ding! <laughs> You're go going on, down. Just You're before I go down. into some of the squads. I'll go down fighting. Let's have a look at some of the uh, the ones that have come through. So we've got uh, Denmark Ward. Denmark Ward, yeah. Yeah, we've got uh, Peter, Czechoslovakia. Oh! <laughs> uh, Scotland, Sinclair. Actually, unfortunately, Scotland aren't in the World Cup, so we can't class them, I don't think, can we? <laughs> um, have they ever? <laughs> Nigel Mann, just to keep him with the theme, and it's nothing to do with actual people or places, but he said... I've got one. Hang on, I've got one. Gary you, ready? On you, ready? you ready? You ready? Come on, quick. I've got the chocolate. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. Was <laughs> We've also got John Spain. Oh, I love um, that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Holland. Over the Blues. Chris Holland. Chris Over Holland. Martins, I love that one. Uh, Pepe New Guinea. Uh, Nicky Sweden. That one's good. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. What about Trevor uh, Francis? Francis. Mm. Chris, can we play the wah, 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 ooh for that one? <laughs> uh, we've had uh, Japan Stam. Uh, yeah, yeah, Stam. Martin Spanger. <laughs> <laughs> right, name and shame. Who did that one? Yeah, that, that one, I'm, I'm climbing that one. That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, yes. Ray Harbro, France, Kudrou. France could you? I like it. <laughs> uh, pa- Pakistan is really brilliant. <laughs> hey, listen, guys, we've got to say well done to England cricket team today for winning the World Championships. Well done, well yeah. done, well done. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and the wheelchair people as I'm well. I'm not yeah. a cricket fan myself, you know, but there you go. But, uh, oh, oh, you and, and you win some of it then, hey ho. I watched it yesterday morning, bursting with pride when he finished. I was worried for a minute. I'm not going to lie. When when we when they started to get a couple of wickets and we didn't look like we were going to knock them runs off at one point, did we? The, the run weight was quite a bit higher than the balls we had left, wasn't it? At one point. Who did we play for? Pakistan. Pakistan Lazaridis. Pakistan Lazaridis. <laughs> go on then, go on then, Craig. Hit us with the squad game. Who am I going right. up against? Mark. So, it's Paul. It's you up against Mark. So congratulations, Paul. You've done really well. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Easy prize. So, uh, I guess let, let, let's let's be nice, and we'll put the loser first. So, Mark, do you want to go first? Yeah, <laughs> that's just a general statement for the loser. <laughs> no, it's truth. <laughs> um, so, Mark, if you want to go first, hmm. I'll go third. Looking, you'd already go third. <laughs> looking for players in the England squad. In 1994. Eh? Hey, we weren't in it. <laughs> we didn't state that it was going to be a World Cup. We just said England squads. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's a bummer, isn't it? Uh, switch Google off, Mark. <laughs> so it's the England squad that failed to qualify in the qualifiers, isn't it, I guess, from 1993. Okay, so you ready, Mark? 
Go on then, as good as I'll ever be, go on. Okay, you've got Google up. Ready? Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Uh, uh, Seaman, Ian Wright, um, Stuart Pearce, um, um, uh, uh, David Batty, uh, Paul Lins, Paul Gascoigne, um, Martin Keown, Keith Curl, um, uh, John Barnes, uh, David Platt, um, uh, oh, oh, Alan Smith. Gary Lineker. No, Lineker was finished by then. Uh, oh, Five, four, uh, three, two, um, one. Paul Parker. How did you get, Craig? Got four. Really? Oh, oh there you go. I thought he did better than that. That's not too bad. I've got you as four, mate. And just to give you some other names that were in the squad, so you've got Tim Flowers. Yeah. You've got Rob Jones. Yeah. Gary Pallister. Uh, Steve Bold. Des Walker. Des, Des Walker. Walker. Andy Singson. Yeah. Neil Razor Ruddock. <laughs> Steve Howie. Stuart Steve Rickley. Howie. Newcastle, yeah. We got uh, Gascoigne. Can't believe you didn't mention Gascoigne. I thought he did. I did. He did. Gascoigne. Oh, no, you did. You did. You did. You did. That's five. That's five. You got five. Oh, you got five. Oh, Hang on, Craig. You said Paul Ince as well, weren't Paul Ince? What's going on here? <laughs> oh, one job. Yeah, okay. Five, six, then. We'll give you six. Just, just. Uh, I'll get eight to nine. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Right. right. I'm so sorry. Right. You don't do the chase and then say, oh, well, it might have been that. Or it's either that or it's that. Then end off. <laughs> Which ones did he get wrong? Loads, but I can't remember them. <laughs> David Platt. The David Platt. Said Platt. I know you did. Yeah. Wasn't Platt there? I'm just looking now. Bear with me. Yes, he was because he he was He's the one that Kuman. Kuman found it. Yeah, in, in the Holland game, the qualifying game. Yeah. You got about eight, didn't you, Mark? Well, I reckon on. A, I've got to reckon a good, you know, 14 or 15 now. <laughs> according, according to the list I've got in front of me, David Platt was not there. Well, there you go. He's the official adjudicator, I'm afraid. Rodio. Sorry, Mark. You are still <sighs> rubbish. Um, <laughs> so how many did he get? How many have I got to beat? You, you have got, I mean, I will give him six because I did miss the two. So we'll give him <sighs> six. Um, but but don't worry because I think personally, Paul, you'll smash him anyhow. So yeah, you know. well, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you give him ten and you'd still win. Yeah, my uh, hand could get more than that. So, <laughs> your team, Paul, arguably for me, one of the best teams we've ever seen. But he's nineteen ninety. Oh. Okay. <sighs> On your marks. Get set. Go. Peter Shilton, Paul Parker, Des Walker, Mark Wright, Stuart Pearce, John Barnes, Peter Beardsley, mm. Robson, Chris Waddle, Paul Gascoigne, um, Gary Lineker, uh, Steve Bull, uh, Dave Besant, uh, Tony DeRigo, uh, <laughs> No, he sure, didn't I've play. gone as well. Sure, I've gone on here. Um, who else was there? Um, 
Oh, God, I'm struggling now. Big time. I think I've got enough, but I'm struggling. Um, Five, four, three, two, one. Ah! There we go. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> How many, how, did you you how many did you think you got, Paul? About 12, 30. You did get 12. You named the full... Front, full The full first... No, up front. So you cut all three. Birds in Paul and Lily. If I didn't love this bloke, I'd hate him. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good going. Was it no Alan Smith? Not in the 1990, I don't think. No, it's been early for him. Okay. Hey, I didn't say Terry Butcher, did I? Oh, he said, he said, Paul, did he say Mark Wright? Yeah, said Mark yeah. Wright. Mark Wright's in there. And Jeff Thomas. Uh, Jeff Thomas. No, no, no. David Seaman was there. Chris, Chris Woods. Chris Woods was there. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Des Walker. You mentioned Stuart Pierce, Paul Parker. Tony yeah. Adams. Gary Stevens. Tony Adams. You mentioned Tony Dorigo. You um, mentioned Dixon. You had Gascoigne, Barnes, Waddle. Um, one that you didn't miss, or you did miss, that actually I didn't realise was there at this time as well, was Gordon Cowens. Oh. Okay. Who? And, no, seriously, uh, who? Gordon Cowens. Cowens. <laughs> David Rowcastle um, oh. as well. Uh, but yeah, you, you got the rest. Um, that's just, yeah, there's just no stopping you, Paul. Uh, some, of, some of those, some of those, I thought, they never played for England. That might be another game. Mm. Did he, oh, did yeah. he, didn't, did he, didn't did they or didn't they? Yeah. And coming back to what you were saying, underrated managers, just to let you know, it's currently a tie between Terry Cooper and Lee Clark. Uh, I think so Lee gets a my... little bit more time for yeah. people to come in. I think okay. Lee gets my my. Uh, I think what's we the, should. Go on. What's our goal of the season so far then? Wow. Uh, hmm. No, it would have been. Would have been that one that hit the chop chop corner. <laughs> on Friday, that would have been an absolute beaut, but like, eh, didn't happen. I still reckon, uh, I still reckon the, the one at Hull by Bakuna. Do you? Because I, yeah. I, I love the one at the Baggies, Hogan's um, second one. Yeah. The, the pure flowing yeah. football for that is, for me, that's 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 my shape. I agree, second one at the album. Yeah, oh, one. I've got one. You ready? You ready? Jamaica Richards. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> My 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 choice was uh, Hogan's header against Swansea. It was such a great build-up, uh, yeah. and you know, we fo- it was a good football goal. Um, mm. Excellent, excellent movement from Hogan. The the interconnection between Chung's and Longello, fantastic. It it was it was proper football. Yeah, um, team goal, a team goal. Yes, I mean mm. the, the Bakuna's shot. Yeah. Piece of individual brilliance, but this—that was a team goal. Team goal. Just, just pips the two Albion ones, I think. Yeah, Nick. Mm. People haven't let you down, mate. Because uh, there you go, Matty. People aren't letting you down. Jason Hughes. Dealey people haven't let you down. <laughs> no, I can't. Have... Uh, Jason Hughes. Jason Hughes said Dealey had a bowl of China. 
Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Delia had a bowl of chili is better. Yeah, yeah, that's the one as well. We've got uh, Pete Taylor as well. We Delia had a bowl of chili. <laughs> I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. Hold on. What? Oh, it's a classic. Oh, I like hang, on. hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Go on. Birmingham on. two, tie one. <laughs> Crikey, that was a bit of a letdown, wasn't it? What about that? That was, that that was like a ninety-minute build-up, and I. Know. <laughs> I got the pop. I got the popcorn out. I mean, I don't. I, mean, I got me popcorn. I've got me popcorn out. I reckon. Uh, I reckon Don Kavanagh wins. Check end boy. Oh what? Yes. Sorry. Check. Yeah, yeah. Check end yeah. yeah. I'll get that one. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Check what about Gary? Yeah. What about Gary Garner? <laughs> 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 you know, it was, it's one of those where you have to think. You have to think. Oh, I, didn't, I don't like thinking. Uh, our actor friend Tim Faraday has said Estonia Adams or Estonia. Estonia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Not not brilliant. Could do better. Could do better. Jason Hughes has come back with uh, Dealey. Say that again. Out of I can't believe um, I can't believe nobody said Stephen Island. Stephen Island. Yeah. Uh, I thought about it earlier, but I thought that's just Alan Brazil. I like England. Yeah. Jason Scotland. Cameroon Jerome. What about, what about Cameroon? Cameroon Jerome. That wasn't mine, by the way. It's, that was Pete Taylor's. I'm not that clever. Yeah, what about Gareth Wales? Gareth Wales. <laughs> yeah, I've got that one. Yeah, okay. They might as well change the name to Bales, might not they, that team, to be fair? Yeah. I've got an improvement. I've got an, hang on, boys. I've got an improvement on my last one. Oh, this bloody better be good, I'm telling you. Tie one, Timbuk two. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, you've got far too much time on your own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Has anybody. Oh, I, I don't think Alan's grasped this game. Well, <laughs> what can I say? Uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a strange one tonight, ladies and gents. Um, you know, we've got a few weeks off now. World Cup in the winter, not a fan, not a fan, but there you go. And I'm just going to read you a little poem now out of a mark of respect for our fallen, uh, our injured, those nurses that tried to piece those people back together. And <laughs> for everybody else that's been involved in conflict, up and down the years. This is a poem by Robert Lawrence Binion, published 21st of September, 1914. With proud thanksgiving a mother for her children, England mourns for her dead across the sea. Flesh of her flesh they were, spirit of her spirit, fallen in the cause of the free. Solemn the drums thrill death, August and royal, sing sorrow up into immortal spheres. There is music in the midst of desolation and a glory that shines upon our tears. They went with songs to the battle. They were young, straight of limb, true eye, steady and aglow. They were staunch to the end against odds uncounted. They fell with their faces to the foe. They shall not grow old as we are left grow old. I shall not weary them, 
nor the years condemn at the going down of the sun and in the morning we will remember them. Good night, God bless. Excellent. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Good night, all. Good night, all. Come on, England. Enjoy the World Cup. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. You've been listening to your Tilton Talk Show. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.